Welcome to Listen with Pops. For children everywhere. And especially James, Ben, Matthew and Noah. Hello children and welcome to Listen with Pops. Episode 2 of The Circus Comes to Town. Well you'll remember at the end of episode 1, the circus was just about to begin. Almost before the ringmaster had finished bowing, there was an even louder roar. A party of clowns ran into the ring, calling and shouting with the most tremendous noise. Some had big boots and baggy trousers that kept tripping them up. Some had whitened their faces and reddened their noses. And one or two were so tiny, they were no bigger than Peter and Jane themselves. Everywhere they ran, they fell over or turned cartwheels, and one was chased all round the ring by a dog who got hold of his trousers. There was a huge fat clown, rather like a balloon, who could only just waddle along, and another very thin one with tufts of hair that suddenly went up and down by themselves and made everybody roar with laughter. When one of the other clowns pretended to hit him on the head, there was a loud bang and a jet of water squirted out of the back of his neck right in the other clown's face. Peter laughed so much that he nearly fell off his seat. But Jane was rather frightened of the clowns with big heads until her father told her that of course they weren't real heads at all, only made of plaster. But before she could realise what was happening, the music changed and a fine grey horse trotted into the ring. Standing upright on its back was the most beautiful girl she had ever seen. At first, Jane thought she must be some kind of fairy queen, for her dress sparkled and shone with silver in the light. Her movements, too, were so graceful as she balanced first on one foot and then on the other, while the horse cantered steadily around. June thought she had never in her life seen anyone so lovely or so clever, and she quite made up her mind that when she was grown up, she too would be a circus rider. After that, there were performing dogs that did some wonderful tricks. They walked about on their hind legs and even jumped over a skipping rope when two of the ring grooms turned it for them. There was one very naughty dog wearing a clown's cap and a frill around his neck who wouldn't do what he was told and always ran away as soon as his mistress turned her back on him. She pretended to get very cross, but he only wagged his tail and ran away again. Of course, that made everybody laugh, but Peter said he thought it was all part of the trick and put it on purpose. He was probably quite right. By now, the children were so used to seeing people do extraordinary things that it hardly came as a surprise when two people came into the ring riding on bicycles with only one wheel. They had high saddles and no handlebars. The riders wobbled a good deal to get their balance, but never fell off. They even stayed quite still for a moment, then went backwards a little way. Oh, I'm going to try that tomorrow, Peter said. I know how to take off the front wheel of my bike. You'd better not, Daddy answered, or Mummy will never let you come to a circus again. While this was going on, some men had been pulling up the high trapeze right into the roof of the tent. 
Then there was a roll of drums and the ringmaster announced over the microphone that the rally family would perform some acrobatics 40 feet above the ring without a net underneath. Jane found she could hardly bear to look as they swung and turned somersaults so gracefully high up in the glare of the spotlight. It was really quite a relief when at last there was a roar of applause and they all slid down the ropes to the ground again. It was only then that the children noticed that all this time the ring attendants had been putting up the cage for the lions and tigers. In a few moments, the cage was all ready. There was a long tunnel leading from it right out to the wagons behind the tent. The children were so intent on watching the lions as they came in that it was quite a surprise when somebody said, Well, how are you enjoying the show, eh? It was Mr. Dick, the owner of the circus. And the children felt very proud indeed that he'd come across specially to speak to them. But at that moment, the trainer jumped into the cage. The door clanged shut behind him and the act began. The children were amazed at the way the big lion seemed to float onto their high stools without any effort at all. Their lovely silky coats shone and rippled in the bright lights, and every now and then they bared their fangs in a great snarling roar. The trainer kept calling to them and cracking his whip. He had an upturned chair in one hand to protect himself, and there was one lion that growled and cuffed at the chair with his paw. Are they really fierce? Peter asked Mr Dick, or, or are they just pretending? Well, it wouldn't be safe for you to go in the cage, if that's what you're thinking, Mr Dick answered, laughing. And that's the end of episode two. So I wonder what will happen in episode three. Please join me again soon for another episode of Listen With Pops. Bye for now.